Okay, so this morning we're going to have a different service. Let me tell you how this came about today. On November 9th, as I was having my quiet time, I was talking with the Lord about not having a red wave election. I was kind of bothered, you know, I think we were all kind of bothered about that. And I also felt a sadness in my heart that people, so many young people were voting for abortion. That just breaks my heart. And so I'm talking to the Lord about this, and, but then I said, but I'm looking to you for a greater plan than I or man could ever have. And I opened up my Bible to Matthew 19, 26, and it says, but Jesus looked at them and said, with men, this is impossible, but all things are possible with God. And then I heard the Holy Spirit say this to me. He said, my precious daughter, the more you eat and digest my word. So I want you to take a hold of this because you are his precious daughter and his precious son. The more you eat and digest my word, you will stay free from discouragement. You catch that? I am calling my children to know me in ways they have never known me. You see, my precious, I am the great I am. Not I was or I will be. The enemy does not sit on my throne. He has no power unless you give it to him. When you speak negative words, you give power to the enemy. When you speak my words, you give power to me. When you hear my words spoken to you, you receive my encouragement. My precious, take and eat my words. Eat them. That are sweeter than honey for you. I will move in ways you least expect. This is all hidden behind the scenes of what I will bring forth. I have great surprises for my children. Psalms 119.103 says, How sweet are your words to my taste. Sweeter than honey to my mouth.
Holy Spirit say, call an assembly of believers to speak my word over my nation, states, cities, government, families, and church. And I told him that I would obey, but I needed him to show me what he, you know, is it in our church? You know, do I call a whole lot of people or, you know, whatever it is. And so then he began to show me to have worship songs in between the declarations. And as I was seeking him for the answers, he reminded me of what he spoke to me about a month ago. He said, it's time to come out of hiding. I will bring you out. I will bring you out. I really didn't understand what he was going to do or why we were in hiding. And then I was listening to Kent Christmas, and he talked about God portals that God has planted all around the nation, but many of them have been hidden. He said God was going to begin to light up God portals. The light will begin in these God portals where there is righteousness and holiness. Miracle healings will begin that no one can explain. Get ready, there will be a release of the supernatural spirit of God. On November 15th, I woke up with this song in my spirit. Though none, though none go with me, I will follow. Though none go with me, I will follow. No turning back. And I said, I believe your word is truth. And I opened up my Bible to Amos 7, 8 to 9, that is all about drawing a plumb line. Thus he showed me, and behold, the Lord stood upon a wall with a plumb line, with a plumb line in his hand. And the Lord said to Amos, what do you see? And I said, a plumb line. Then said the Lord, behold, I am setting a plumb line as a standard in the midst of my people Israel, as a standard. I will not pass by and spare them any more. The door of mercy is shut. And that just, that really gripped me. That really got a hold of me. And I realized that it's time for God's judgment upon the evil in this land. So God is drawing a plumb line in his nation, his states, his cities, the government, his church, and families. Job 42.2 says, I know that you can do all things and that no plan of yours can be thwarted. The devil is a defeated foe. God is going to shine the light of his word in the darkness. Declaring and hearing God's word today, I believe is going to place a divine expectation that will light a fire within us. We need that fire lit, don't we? We need that. We as believers have power and authority over the enemy in the name of Jesus that is over this nation. So, <clears throat> Isaac, you can put that next one on. This is vocals for our nation.
Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. I'm going to declare these scriptures. Uh, there's quite a few. If you want me to just start repeating them, <laughs> I can try to do that. But um, I can also have them written for you later on, if that would be better. Actually, it's better for me, too. So. so we declare we are your people, and you are our God. Your word says, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face, and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven, and I will forgive their sin, and I will heal their land. Father, we allow you to search our hearts and anxious thoughts and see if there's any offensive ways in us. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord, the people whom he has chosen as his, inherit, as his heritage. We declare in the name of Jesus that everyone in the nation who hears him and works righteousness is accepted by God. Uprightness and right standing with God, moral and spiritual rectitude in every area and relation elevate a nation. But sin is a reproach to any people. For kingship belongs to the Lord and he rules over the nations. The Lord is high above all nations and his glory above the heavens. Who is like the Lord our God? Who has his seat on high? Who humbles himself to regard the heavens and the earth? We declare that as a voice of one who cries, prepare in the wilderness the way of the Lord. Clear away the obstacles. Make straight and smooth in the desert a highway for our God. Every valley shall be lifted and filled up, and every mountain and hill shall be made low. And the crooked and uneven shall be made straight and level, and the rough places a plain. And the glory, majesty, and splendor of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh shall see it together. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken it. Your word says to ask of you, and you will give the nations as our inheritance and the uttermost parts of the earth as our possession. We shall break them with a rod of iron. We shall dash them in pieces like potter's ware. Now, therefore, O you kings, act wisely. Be instructed, warned, O you rulers of the earth. As we serve the Lord with reverent awe and worshipful fear and rejoice and be in high spirits with trembling, lest you displease him. You will make of us a great nation and will bless us with abundant increase of favors and make our name famous and distinguished and we will be a blessing, dispensing good to others. And you will bless those who bless us and curse those who curse us. In you and all the families and kindred of the earth be blessed and by you they will bless themselves. Victor's Crown. In your name I will bow down. 
I'm going to declare God's word over states, cities, and counties. Father, your word says that when a land transgresses, it has many rulers. But with a man of understanding and knowledge, its stability will long continue. Moreover, we look for able men from all the people, men who fear God, who are trustworthy and hate a bribe, and place such men over the people as chiefs of thousands, of hundreds, of fifties, and of tens. For the scepter of wickedness shall not rest on the land allotted to the righteous, lest the righteous stretch out their hands to do wrong. We declare that truly you have said that whatever we bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatever we loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Those who rebuke the wicked will have delight, and a good blessing will come upon them, and you will go before them in the spirit and power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just, to make ready for the Lord a people prepared. In the name of Jesus, we thank you for our state, city, and counties, that we are blessed with the privilege of living here. We thank you that by placing us here, you have assigned us to spiritually steward the place where we live. So today we rise up and we take our place at the right hand of the Father in all spiritual authority. Lord, according to your word, we pray that you would send forth rain to our state, city, and county. We declare an outpouring of the Holy Spirit to fall on this place and overcome any evil forces operating against it. In the name of Jesus, we curse every wicked spirit operating against the state, cities, and counties right now and command every demon to flee this place in Jesus' name. The righteous are claiming this place. No weapon formed against it will prosper, and every tongue that rises against this city will be shown to be in the wrong. We declare this is a godly state cities and counties, and righteousness prevails. We command the spirits of poverty, violence, anger, hate, witchcraft, atheism, lying, sexual immorality, and all other wrong spirits to leave in Jesus' name. We bind every foul spirit that is affecting the state, cities, and counties, and command them to stop in their maneuvers and cease and desist in their actions. Now go in the name of Jesus. Every knee has to bow to the name of Jesus. We plead the blood of Jesus around the state, cities, and counties and declare angels are encamped around us here. For he will give his angels charge over you to accompany and defend and preserve you in all your ways of obedience and service. We pray for every leader in this state, the lieutenant governor, governor, senators, representatives, mayor, the city council, the school board, and all others in authority. We pray that they would rule justly and with godly wisdom. We pray for strength and blessing for them. In the name of Jesus, we bind Satan from operating over the political scene of these states, cities, and counties, and we command Satan to take his hands off of all the state, city, go cities, government, economy, and social scene right now in Jesus' mighty name. We declare you, Lord of the harvest, are sending forth laborers to every neighborhood. Let your light shine throughout every neighborhood, school, business, and church. Let the gospel permeate every part of this city and break through every area of darkness. We thank you, Lord, for revival in this land. We declare all things in faith, knowing that your word says one man can chase a thousand. The mighty name of Jesus, spoken by one with faith, is enough to transform a city. We expect it, we receive it, and we thank you for it. Psalms 24, 7-10 says, Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be 
and be lifted up, ye everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, even lift them up, ye everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord of hosts. He is the King of glory. We pray for the government. You are the true almighty God. Father, your word says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. And if anyone hears and listens to and heeds my voice and opens the door, I will come to him and will eat with him. And he will eat with me. We are not ignorant of Satan's devices. Therefore, God, you frustrate the plans of the crafty against us and expose all the evil. You search the heart and you weigh out their motives and fight our battles when we maintain humility. Heavenly Father, we give thanks for you have, for you have established government. We pray for all men and women have an authority over us in any way. We declare them to be men and women of integrity, obedient concerning us that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. Wisdom enters their hearts and knowledge is pleasant to them. Discretion preserves them and understanding keeps them to deliver them from the way of the evil from evil men. Their hearts and ears are attentive to godly counsel, doing what is right in the sight of God. We declare the upright dwell in our government. Those complete and blameless before you stay and cut off the wicked and the unfaithful are rooted out. You have brought to light what is hidden in the darkness and you have exposed the secret aims of the hearts. This nation remembers from when they have fallen, repenting and returning to doing their first works, setting their hearts and their souls to seek the Lord, humbling themselves, praying and turning from their wicked ways. We declare, O Lord, you have heard them, and you have forgiven their sins and healed our land. Soften their hearts that are hardened through the deceitfulness of sin and delivered them from all destruction. Father, you have been long-suffering toward us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. You have raised up a standard in this nation causing the rains of your spirit to flood this land and revive your work in the midst of us. You have raised up intercessors for this nation to pull down strongholds over this land and let the glory of the Lord be revealed. Okay, Isaac.
So now we declare for the church. Father, your word says that you are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand, and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. Heavenly Father, these are perilous times. It can feel like there's turmoil all around us. But you are in control. We rejoice because even when times look tough, we see that evil is being exposed and foolishness is being seen for what it is. You are turning things around. Therefore, we will not get discouraged. We will stand in faith for the soul of America. Establish the steps of your people, Lord, and put this nation back on track. As your truth is revealed to more people, we pray that new faces, Bible-believing brothers and sisters, will arise and obey your voice. Even now, we see it happening all around us. We thank you that courageous people are standing up for righteousness and not holding back. Awaken your people, Lord, and bring about an order that aligns with the precepts taught in your word. Let revival sweep across this nation, changing hearts and bringing us back to the Christian values that you instated in this country so very long ago. May your ways roll in our government, in our churches, in our education, in our entertainment. Yes, in every aspect of our lives. You are the supreme lawgiver. May your light shine in the United States forever in Jesus' name. For where two or three or more gathered together as my followers, I am there among them. We declare that all spiritual blindness and spiritual deafness on the church has to go in the name of Jesus. We cry out as Daniel did, give ear our God and hear. Open our eyes and see the desolation of our country that was founded by people who prayed. We do not make requests of you because of our own righteousness, but because we believe in Jesus' death and resurrection, we are righteous. You are a merciful, faithful, and loving Father, and you are full of mercy and grace. Lord, listen. Lord, forgive. Lord, hear and act for your sake, our Father, 
Do not delay because your city and your people bear your name. We allow you to search our hearts and know those anxious thoughts that we have and see those wicked ways that are within us and lead us in the way everlasting. We as your children bring our nation into your courtroom of heaven and we repent for your children who have been complacent in not standing up for what is right and wrong. We repent for the anger and disrespect towards you and those that are in authority. We repent of complaining and not trusting you and thinking our nation is falling apart. We repent of being intimidated by others' opinions that cause us to be silent and not proclaim boldly who you are and who we are in you and who you are in and through us. We repent of trying to control our own destiny and not relying, clinging, and trusting you in all areas of our life. We repent of striving and trying to fix others instead of laying each one at the feet of Jesus. We repent of pointing the finger at others instead of asking you to reveal the darkness in our own heart. We repent for our government not crying out to you and asking you for guidance and direction. We repent for our pastors in the churches that are interested in their own agendas instead of allowing the Holy Spirit to lead, guide, and direct them. We repent for those policemen and women that have not acted the way they should have in the line of duty. And we ask that you heal our land of this hatred towards policemen and women that really do care about abiding by the law and care about the people. We repent for having people and other things as idols in our life. We ask you to drive out the darkness in our hearts that have caused addictions to alcohol, drugs, food, and looking for love in all the wrong places. We ask you to remove the veil that has blinded our country and convict our hearts and bring us to our knees. We repent of all the abortions that have been taken place in this land and declare our bodies are not our own, but are the temple of the Holy Spirit.
streets. Jesus in the darkness over every enemy. Jesus for my family, I speak the holy name. speak his word over the family. Father, your word says, for where two or three are gathered together as my followers, I am there among them. We declare that our families would always be submitted to God, who is our chief builder and protector. All members of our family love God with all their heart, soul, and mind, and with all their strength. And parents impress the commandments of the Lord on their children by talking about them at home, that cause the children to value God as their priority in their life. We declare God is the protector of all of our family and has commanded his angels concerning each one to guard them in all their ways so they will not strike their foot against a stone. We declare husbands are the providers and protector of their families that God has created them to be. We declare parents wisely love, teach, and train their children and not exasperate them. And they grow in wisdom and stature and in the favor of God and man. We declare that all families would prosper and be in good health, even as their soul prospers. We declare that our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, we put on the armor of God. We declare the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Therefore, as they recognize this fruit, they allow the Holy Spirit to accomplish the work by getting rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, brawling, slander, along with every form of malice by being kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other just as Christ has forgiven them. We declare families are turning their ear to wisdom and applying their heart to understanding. Indeed, therefore, they look for insight and cry aloud for understanding and look for it as silver and search for it as hidden treasure. Then they will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. 
We declare that God has taken the family's hearts and directed them like a water course to him. That those that causes those who aren't saved to accept Jesus into their heart. And those prodigals that have left home to come home to the Father and to their families. We declare that he is like a tree planted by streams of water which yields its fruit in season and whose leaf does not wither that whatever he does prospers. Their fruit of righteousness will be peace. The effect of righteousness will be quietness and confidence forever. God's people will live in peaceful dwelling places, in secure homes, in undisturbed places of rest. Therefore, we call the revival generation, for they are the future of our nation. May the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of your calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in his saints. Joel 2, 28 to 32 says, And it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams, your young men shall see visions. And also upon the servants and upon the handmaidens, in those days will I pour out my spirit. And I will show wonders in the heavens and in the earth, blood, fire, and pillars of smoke. The sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before the great and terrible day of the Lord comes. And it shall come to pass that whoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be delivered. Father, Jesus, and Holy Spirit, we give you thanks. There is no one like you Thank you for giving us the opportunity to have a relationship with you. Thank you for giving us the honor in partnering with you this morning and speaking your word. Jesus said, Satan, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. We are your children, and you are our Adonai, our Lord. And as we have cried out to you today, you have heard our cry and you have turned your face toward us. Therefore, we wait with great expectation for you to show yourself strong in Jesus' name. Amen. I believe every one of our churches need to do this. I honestly do believe that. God laid it on my heart so strong that people are not into his word enough. We are not declaring his word enough. And you know what? That's our weapon. This is our weapon. And we need to use it. You know, people say to me, well, Jenny, I'm just kind of waiting until Jesus comes. Now, wait a minute here. Bible doesn't tell us to just sit and wait and do nothing. The Bible tells us, yeah, we're supposed to occupy this space. We're to do something about it. And we live in Mifflin County. And this is our county. And we need to take back all these things that the enemy has been doing. And that is what this was about this morning. And each one of us need to be doing this. Not just, you know, here in the church. But we need to be coming against what the enemy is trying to do. Because we're not seeing uh, this politics between um, Democrats and Republicans anymore. It's good versus evil. And what we're seeing is he's in our face. You know, um, I had this vision that uh, the enemy is over here lighting a fire, and he's starting a fire here, and then he goes over here, and he starts a fire here. You got sickness, you got death, you got all these things going on, financial problems, shortages. You know, we have all this stuff. 
but we have a great God. And we have got to focus on that. You know, years ago, I remember when God was calling me to the ministry, he said that it's time to heal the church to heal the world. The church is what God wants to see raise up. He's calling us to rise up and speak his word and do what he says to do. There's too much world in the church instead of the church in the world. And we're seeing that more and more because, you know, I, I believe in grace. God has definitely given us grace, but the Bible says in Romans that he's given us grace not to sin. Not to sin. He's not saying, go ahead and sin and I'll give you all the grace. No, he's not saying that. And we have got to get our lives in order. You know, and I know, you know, the different ones that I'm talking to here today, you know, you know what I'm saying. It's not anything new. You know, we all know it. But we've got to get it out there. And how are we going to get it out there? Keep seeking the Lord. Keep praying. Keep asking him, what can I do here in Mifflin County? What is it that you have me to do? What is it you have me to say? And listen to what he has to say. And not allow fear and worry and anxiety to take over because God has a calling on each one of us. No matter what. You may not be called to preach. You may not be called to to do, you know, certain things that maybe you, there's no way you want to do that. Now that might not be your calling. But each one of us, we have people that are around us somewhere. Do they know that you're saved? Do they know about salvation? Do they know about deliverance? Do they know about healing? You know, what do you believe? I mean, we're coming down to the part, and I believe this with all my heart, we better know why we are Christian. We better know what the whole situation is, you know, in our life. That we can say, you know what? Yeah, the Bible doesn't say he's going to give us a rose garden. He's not giving us a rose garden. The Bible doesn't say that. But what it does say is that I will be with you. I will be with you. And there's going to be giants in the land. But I will be with you, and I will get you through. And that's where we're at. I believe that with all my heart. We're seeing it more and more and more. Earlier, I asked you if you see God as your father. Do you really have that relationship with him? To know him as your father, not just He's a big God. He's almighty God. He's holy God. Yes, he is all of those. But he's our father who we can go to all the time, every day. We can go and we can talk to him. Do you know him as your father? That's important because that's what's going to see you through is that personal, intimate relationship with our father. So, I feel like there's one more song, but anybody have any song they'd like to put on here for worship? Jesus. Jesus. 